This Front Row Rugby episode appeared originally on YouTube. Springbok legend and former prop Johan Steger is our guest on Front Row Rugby today. Johan, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Peter. Right, so it's August 1992, South Africa, back in international rugby. You're in the squad, but you don't start against the All Blacks at Ellis Park. Talk to me about being excited to be part of the setup, but disappointed at the same time not to be in the starting 15. Of course, uh, you're always disappointed when you're not starting, especially back then. You know, these days, I mean, you're just part of the, the squad uh, and you're going to play. Back then, you don't even know if you're ever going to get a chance. So, uh, disappointed, but uh, just really happy and uh, honoured to be part of the group back then. And, um, yeah, and, and uh, so, it, as you, well, as you know, that Andre um, picked up an injury, unfortunately for him. And uh, then, uh, yeah. The opportunity, I mean, it's, it was just amazing to be then to be part of that game. Final score, 27-24 to New Zealand. As you mentioned, you came on for Heinrich. How do you remember that match? I do remember uh, coming on and and, uh, and with the first scrum. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, being just taking a step back, uh, following World Rugby and watching uh, all these guys and uh, I was really looking forward to scrum against Olo Brown because I thought they were good. Uh, him and, uh, uh, um, what's his name, Lowe, uh, Richard, is it Richard Lowe? Yeah? Richard Lowe, yeah. yeah. I mean, who I knew was uh, quite a bit of a, on, on the naughty side, should, oh, should I say, <laughs> but on the pitch. Um, and not to throw Fritz, uh, Sean Fitzpatrick away. But um, so the first scrum, uh, I I took him out of the scrum and we got a tight hit. And uh, so to me, that was quite a highlight to me, you know. Uh, and uh, I think it's been a long time. I'll have to watch it again. I don't know. I don't know if we nearly scored from that uh, with James. And unfortunately, I think James knocked on the. Uh, we could have won. We could have won the game. Yeah. I have to follow up on what you said there about the likes of Lowe, Fitzpatrick, and uh, Olo Brown. You mentioned dirty tricks. We hear about that a lot. But what actually happens on the field? Back then, I think you did get away with things. Um, and now, I mean, there's no way you can with all the cameras and all that. Um, you and your hooker uh, 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 really put your heads close together and you commit on the tight head. So you both hit him. Uh, it's, some, it's things like that, you know. Uh, but if you say dirty tricks... I mean, I think you should speak to Sean Fitzpatrick himself, you know. <laughs> uh, he's, he, he was like the instigator and he, and he never got into it, but he just, uh, you know, started it all. Um, and I've, uh, I, it's not only from experience, but what I've heard, you know, over the years. Back then, there was a lot of, from time to time, punching going on. Um, I mean, uh, you know, and uh, especially with somebody like uh, Audrey, Hell nice behind you. <laughs> uh, one of the nicest guys, uh, always laughing. Uh, but uh, that uh, de definitely there was a bit of a sting there, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, and that and it was really nice and uh, reassuring uh, to have somebody like that behind you. So after that, the Springboks played Australia and got quite a hiding at Newlands. But after that, it was time to go and tour France and England. And the first test against the French was a 2015 victory. How much of a relief was it to get that win under the belt? 
Uh, 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 quite big, uh, because I mean, there's uh, obviously as you, uh, we 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 we're very proud when it comes to well, I think any sport in South Africa that was massive for us um, uh, to win to win that one and um, and as I said, hoping to take that forward and for another one at Box uh, Princess, you know, which as you know uh, didn't happen, uh, and I can remember. Nas afterwards said, we, we started laughing about it. He said, he's, all, he, and he's, he, uh, all he, can, he could see afterwards is a Frenchman running and a, spring, a few Springboks chasing him. <laughs> you know, so it, was, it wasn't nice, but uh, I mean, you have to, sometimes you have to take a step back and it wasn't your day. As you mentioned, France came back and won the second test, but then South Africa played England at Twickenham, and the box were actually leading at half-time before the English sort of blew us away in the second half. What do you think went wrong in that second 40? I, they, they, I think we, up front, we were, we, we were winning the game, and they just took it from that. You know, they were playing it, started playing differently and took the forwards out of the game. And uh, I just also think that and that's the same thing that happened against Australia is that um, not being part of international rugby for such a long time uh, it finally showed you know um, and you need we needed some time to get back into it as much as we tried I mean the curry cup's fantastic but uh, it was it's it's still not I think good enough to to prepare you f- uh, for international rugby and we oh, only had a few experienced guys in there you know it, I mean yeah, like Donny and, and Nas. Yeah. In the very first episode of Front Row Rugby, we actually had Nas Puerta as our guest. And Nas spoke about provincialism on that 1992 tour. How did you experience it? Not really, because I was the only free stater there. Well, actually, I did pick it up. But, but to me, you know, you don't want that in the team. Uh, you want everybody to be one unit. But myself, I don't think I was in any particular camp. You know, uh, I just, I mean, I liked all the guys and not an issue to me. But um, unfortunately, and, I, and but the other reason for that is, I mean, you just came together after Curry Cup season and then you, you go on this tour. So uh, in a way to be expected, but, you know, like I said, if, if we had a few years coming up, I think, I mean, if you look at the guys these days, I mean, it, it's, there's nothing like that. Provincialism, nothing. You know, they, they all just won like a family. I also asked Nas if he could remember a funny moment from that tour. And he told me that he wasn't really the kind of guy that would hang out with the Jokers and that I might get a better answer from someone else. So, Johan, you are that someone else. In 93, when we went to Australia, I mean, there you had like Bali and Quibus and, and they were really like the Jokers, you know, and... and uh, uh, they they always had something going on, you know, and, and you were always laughing. Uh, 92, honestly, I can't, I, I can remember some bits on the on the pitch, uh, you know, things that happened. Uh, I, I, I mean, like, one thing I can remember, which I've, it's like when we played, I think, the first, uh, the second game against the French, and uh, I can just—it was like a, in a loose scrum, and I could just hear—I I could just hear the shot. And the next thing I heard, Willie Hill said, "Check, check, um, Drake is going drop." You know, and and then as we broke up, this guy just dropped. You know, so, and 
there was a lot of rucking and stuff going on back then, you know, and raking. And and we won that game. And uh, when we got to the back to, to the changing rooms, uh, Nick Mallet was there because I think it was coaching back there back then. And he said, "Well done, guys. That's how you play the French." You know, <laughs> so. I'm not a I'm not a great storyteller, but there are guys <laughs> that's very good at these things. That's a strange, the, the amazing thing if you think back on the old guys. When I met I met uh, uh, de Priya, and I should actually say Wimfrick, uh the first time. Um, the, the stories that guy can tell, and he can remember from uh, uh, from their trips, it's just unbelievable, you know. And how they made friends with the opposition, you know, it's just it's uh, it's. So special, and uh, we ne- we never. It's not really happened out in my time during that tour. You know, you, you, I didn't meet really the opposition and and uh, made some friends. That Twickenham test was also your last start for the Springboks. You did come off the bench at Ellis Park against France, and then again uh, against the Wallabies in Sydney. How disappointing was it for you to lose your place? Uh, obviously, very disappointing. Uh, but it's a new coach. Uh, it was Mac, uh, and to work, you know. And sometimes they push their own guys because they believe in them. Even in in Australia, we played against the Reds, and we just scrummed them off the pitch. And I know Dan Crawley uh, afterwards. I've, I've I've spoken to him afterwards. Uh, not only then, a few years later when they were in South Africa, they never could understand why. Uh, I wasn't selected and well they were actually pleased about it according to him you know so yeah I mean obviously uh, you go through all these things and there's this disappointments in your life and uh, team choices unfortunate thing that did happen while I was on tour there and that's why I had to give up was I started um, my back started to go numb my backside and in the front and my leg one leg and uh, I was in agony after every match the doctor knew about it, um, and when I got back into South Africa, I went to see a neurosurgeon, and he said to me, "Sorry, you have to to give it up now after they've done all the scans." And then you think back, and you just say, "Ah, oh, I'm just grateful that I had the opportunity. I would have loved to play a, a lot longer." You know, the other strange thing is I I really started enjoying uh, um, training. You know, for a prop, that's not that that that's not really uh, one of our attributes but i really started enjoying it and um, and then suddenly that it was the end and and then i didn't have to make the decision somebody else made it for me which is uh which also did help and and i'm just grateful that i i could then focus on my career Johan, that brings an end to our conversation here on Front Row Rugby. Thank you very much for being available it was lovely having you on and hopefully we can have you on again in the future thanks peter i'm sorry i can't Tell us the funny jokes and funny stories. But uh, thank you, thank you for having me. If you enjoyed that conversation and you'd like more from Front Row Rugby, you can go watch our interview with Peter Miller. The link to that video is appearing on the screen right now. Next week, we'll have former captain Adrian Richter with us. This Front Row Rugby episode appeared originally on YouTube. If you enjoyed this content, please consider subscribing and sharing with your friends. See you next time.